This is the ZMAR Podcast. Elite Benefits of America helps small and mid-sized companies with their health insurance programs. And now, your host, Butch ZMAR. This week's tip is based on the American Rescue Plan Act that was passed uh, earlier this year. Part of uh, that act had a COBRA compliance. COBRA is a portability program for health insurance to go from one employer to the other and allow people to pay the coverage that was billed to the employer, but at the full cost, not necessarily the employee portion when you were employed because you were no longer employed. So it allows you to move from one company to the other without a break in coverage. And so part of the American Rescue Plan Act, they implemented a requirement for employers to notify those who were eligible for the benefit and was involuntarily let go from the employment or a reduction of hours. And there's some guidelines that are required to be met by the employer if you're COBRA eligible, which is generally speaking 20 employees or more on payroll and you provide an employee benefit. And there's notifications that are required to be sent out by the end of May. And so there's uh, definitely requirements. Otherwise, there are some fines involved. There's on, uh, It's not clear exactly how they're going to identify this, but they have some measures in place to basically create some urgency. And so if you have not done an evaluation of the requirements to be sending out notifications to the past employees, there's dates and timeframes that, um, that they're looking for. You could feel free to contact our office. Otherwise, contact the insurance professional you're working with so that you can meet these guidelines because the deadline's coming up and you got to be having postmarked before the end of May. Welcome back to the ZMAR podcast. I have a very special guest in our industry, Andy Neary. He's contributing a lot to our industry um, an insurance professional as well as outside. Got a huge background in professional development and bringing awareness to, uh, to the marketplace. But I'm going to let Andy actually give a full introduction of himself. Well, thank you for having me on. I'm excited to do this. Uh, yeah, no, I've been in the insurance industry for man, if I do the math. I think it's 18 years now, most of it in the health insurance field. And you know, give you my quick, quick backstory, if I may, but, sure. you know, I played a little professional baseball before I got into insurance and I won't go into detail, but, you know, you and I were talking offline that the reason my baseball career lasted as short as it did was not because of a lack of talent. It was a lack of mindset. And so today I really focus on helping health insurance advisors create the right mindset and pair it with the right marketing strategy and the right sales strategy to go out and win a boatload of business. And I think that's where the game has changed for our industry so much is the traditional methods of prospecting and selling have changed. And so the method, the branding, all that has to change with that. So I know we're going to have a conversation about that. So I'm excited. Well, let's dive into that a little bit because, you know, I never learned anything about competitive sports until actually my first coach, which is obviously a lot of the arena that you're operating in now, where you're providing uh, expertise and knowledge to others that are trying to grow. And competing at that level, you have to do things that are different. Uh, people that swing the bat the wrong way will always swing the bat the wrong way until they learn how a different way of doing it. But of course, growing up without having somebody point that out, it never changes. And the same thing goes with our industry. I always say we're old school in our industry. Uh, we're probably still in the industrial age versus the information age in a lot of uh, sectors of the United States selling insurance products in general. But obviously, we come from the benefits world. 
But a lot of these insurance brokers are still doing the old school way, if there ever is an old school way, but they talk about a lot of about themselves and they're not promoting it correctly and their positioning is uh, different. And expand a little bit on on what have you seen some of the through the 18 years that you've been in the business, like some of the wrong ways that insurance professionals are positioning themselves. That is, a, you you are about as spot on as you can be, Bush. You know, <laughs> when you and I market, here's how we were trained. We were sold on a promise that if you hung around long enough, you'd make a lot of money and you could play golf three days a week. That's correct. And then when it came to the training, it was, Here's a phone book. Go make a bunch of calls and pound the pavement. Go get them, kid. And there was literally no training on how to market and brand yourself. It was all product-based selling, right? And so you plot along, pitching product, pitching yourself, and you are dead on. If you look at most marketing and branding of most agencies today, it is probably a good five to 10 years behind. And today, the message, the, the message has shifted that it has to be all about your prospect and it has to be storytelling to your prospect. I tell advisors every time, I'm not gonna coach you on how to have more knowledge about insurance, I'm gonna coach you on how to be a master storyteller because if you can master storytelling, your entire business will change. And I still believe the insurance industry struggles to understand what it means to have a personal brand and I'll put it this way, and I heard this from a, a colleague of mine, insurance agencies rent the personal brands of the producers they hire. Producers do not rent the logo of the company they work for. And I think if we got more insurance agencies to understand that, that it's your producers selling, it's not your logo on your business card, we would have uh, agencies writing a lot more business than they are today. So if you just focus on them, not you, them being your prospect, and you share a damn good story for the prospect that allows them to make, allows them to get to know you and get to like you, your business will change. For sure. And I agree with you. We're, we're in a busy world. And so even if you flip the, um, the table a little bit and, and put yourself, most of the people that are listening to this are business owners in general. They're so busy wearing so many hats inside their company. They're, they have so much to do on their, on their to-do list that they never finish anyways. And then to have some, especially insurance, come walking in the door and try to, you know, just sell them on their own story, which is the broker story, the agency story. They don't really care. Like they're not there to sell problems. They're just talking about themselves and they got enough of their own problems to listen to somebody else trying to say how good they are. You are absolutely right. Here's a great analogy, Butch. And most of the advisors I work with tend to be more your regional independent agencies, uh, maybe some regional agencies. Very few times I work with an advisor or consultant from one of the big national houses. But if you are in a selling position, I don't care whatever industry you're in, and you, you find yourself in what we would call finalist presentations, right? That you're one of the finalists they're reviewing to potentially hire. Where our industry mostly goes at that point is to talk all about themselves, Right. They talk about how big their agency is, how long they've been around, all the resources they have, all the capabilities they have, on and on and on and on. If you just focus all of your efforts to tell the story of the prospect you are presenting to, and remember, storytelling is a very simple format that's lasted for thousands of years. It is, there's a hero with a goal who has a challenge that needs a guide with a plan that will help them have success and avoid failure. If you focus all of your efforts in making the presentation about the prospect story, your closing ratio, your ability to win business from bigger competition will exponentially increase. But where most go wrong is they flip it and they use that time to talk all about themselves. So true. And and I've heard you in other workshops and speaking, and you brought up this concept once before. And every time you say it, and of course, I have four young boys, and you can imagine the cartoons that get repeated over and over again. But 
you know, when you talk about storytelling, uh, what I relate to it because I, because of my, um, kids growing up and watching all these cartoons is that almost every cartoon has the superhero. They take him down, which is your challenge you're talking about. And then somehow in the end, he comes out through and everybody's excited. And the people that make that movie makes millions, right? They just uh-huh. drive it home. And, <laughs> and and that's probably just another analogy for it. But that's the picture I, I have in my head when, when, we, when you mentioned that, is that there's a goal in mind, which is somebody saving the day, right? Someone's going to save the day and they have this problem. And so who's going to solve it for them? And all these business owners and employers throughout the entire country have a challenge and obviously employee benefits is just one piece of the entire puzzle that they're trying to solve inside the workplace while they're trying to generate money and revenue and employment and opportunities with inside the company and obviously there's a lot that goes involved with that so the storytelling from a uh, even from a broker's point of view is obviously the the business owner the employer what's their goals what's their challenges how are you going to solve it what's the process look like yeah no i mean i i i, I... If there's one book I tell any of my clients, any of my prospects, anybody I know read to read right now, if they want to understand how marketing works, it's a book called Building a Story Brand. And I have been consuming their podcast recently. It's called uh, Business Made Simple. And what you just said, Butch, says it all. Think of movies. If you understand the story framework, it ruins every movie, every book, every cartoon you'll ever watch. Because that's what they do is they go through the story framework. And what you just said was so spot on that movies, if they make and create the right story and they pair it with the right headline or the right one-liner that draws you in, they will make hundreds of millions of dollars. Imagine if you're an insurance agency. Imagine if you're an appliance store. Whatever your business is, imagine if you could do the same. And business owners, as well as our industry professionals that you and I rub owls with every single day, I mean, the industry is changing and that we have to keep up with it. Otherwise, um, the people that you're coaching, the people that you're communicating with, the podcast that you're on, such as this one, we're paving ways to new business and new ways of um, conducting business with these uh, busy employers, the challenges they're running into and and telling their story and how you do it. And yesterday you had this um, workshop that I, uh, first off, it was excellent. Anybody that hasn't, haven't been on Andy Neary's workshop, I highly encourage it. Um, whether you're in industry, industry or not, there's definitely golden nuggets in there. But you had brought up, uh, you don't have to disclose any names, but you had brought up a client of yours that you were coaching with that in the benefits in the industry that end up winning one of their largest account in years. And it was probably, it sounded like it was their biggest account ever. And then the feedback they got was from a lot of their storytelling that they were given online. And, and maybe you could give a little bit more uh, color to it, but I think it was an excellent story. Yeah, no, I'd love to share that. In fact, I'm, I'm standing in front of my bookcase right now, looking at the book I actually read the analogy from, and it was written by Carmine Gallo. And if, if anybody knows who Carmine Gallo is, he was Steve Jobs' speaking coach. And Steve Jobs is known to give legendary talks at Apple. And it, it, I think it was Talk Like Ted is the name of the book about how to give TED Talks. And Carmine talks about an analogy. You know, one of the reasons almond milk became so popular was before almond milk ever entered the scene, what were our options for milk, right? It was 1%, 2%. And then we had, over time, we got skim. And even before 1% and 2%, we had whole milk, right? But it was all milk. So you go down the milk aisle at a grocery store. Yes, there's all these different brands, but what do you see? You see milk, 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 milk. And all of a sudden, there's this thing called almond milk. And you're kind of like, what the hell is this? I want to know what this is because it looks different, right? That is the same analogy 
brokers need to take to their business. So the example, the, uh, the, the client, you know, they were going after a big account. It's uh, in your state, it's in Illinois, and they won. It was their city's account, the city that their office is in. And, you know, they're going against bigger competition. Everybody's coming in, wants to win that business. Well, they end up winning the business. Why? Because they went in with a different message. They told the prospect story, not theirs. And when it was all said and done and they asked the client why they, why they won the account, they just said, because you looked and sounded different. And that's the milk, almond milk analogy. If you look different, you sound different, and then you back up what you're saying with execution, it's game over in my opinion. But it's just that ability to step out, be different, and look different. That's, you know, Butch, I want to say this because this is where my baseball career probably ties into what I do today. I failed in pro ball, not because of talent, because of mindset, right? Why? I feared judgment. I compared myself to others constantly, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to fail. And I think so many insurance agencies and small businesses at large just step in line and do what everybody else. They look at their peers and they compare. They're afraid what others might think. Put themselves out on social media. But if you can eliminate those fears, those doubts, and step out and be different look different, it will completely change the dynamic of your business. And then it's constantly evolving. It seemed like even the industry had moved at a fast pace, even faster through COVID, that a lot of things that you talk about in your workshop and and messages that you provide online, that uh, the story has changed again. I remember years ago when I started being the outlier, so to speak, uh, that was publishing articles, that was going to small uh, networking events and doing small public speaking events. And today in the pandemic, um, it's changed the whole game again. And so a lot of the similar principles, but, um, but again, the media and what you're uh, transferring that message in has changed. Absolutely. It has never been easier. Here's the best analogy I can give, Bush. If you think about the insurance industry and the traditional methods of how we marketed our business, I go all the way back to think of like billboards, physical billboards on the side of the road, right? And if you think about the concept of a billboard, you're driving through small town USA, you see the billboard for the local insurance agent. Number one, billboards are expensive, right? You don't really get to choose where they go. It's based on where the billboard is and you pay for based on where the billboard is. It's going to be more expensive to be on the interstate than it is on Main Street. But it only, a billboard only gets people the chance to know you. It cannot give people the chance to like you or trust you. And You have zero control over who sees it, how they see it, and when they see it. Now, fast forward to today with our technology, with social media, with webinars, with public speaking, with all the channels I preach, you can give people the chance to know you, like you, and even trust you faster than ever before. Think social media. You put good content out there, Butch. You control the message. You control who sees it, when they see it, and how they see it, right? And it's free. So to your point, where the game has changed is if you're willing to leverage the technology, the platforms we have today, it's actually never been easier to get somebody to like you and trust you. You just have to step out and do it. Hey, gang. Ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing. Weird expenses coming out of nowhere. And when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss 
thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year. Reach out to Butch right now, 708-535-3006, or shoot him an email, butch at elitebenefits.net. And be sure to check out the Zmar podcast. Don't wait till the last minute. Put Butch Zmar to work for you now. COVID definitely changed things. The online media has definitely taken off, um, and it's up to the broker or even the business owner that's willing to take it to that next level because it's so much easier in a lot of ways, but there's so much noise. And you had mentioned this during the workshop that you just recently had. When you do these storytelling, um, you got to tell personal stories, right? It can't be always uh, the story about how the this magic insurance product solves some guy's problem. And that's part of the puzzle. But you had brought up an excellent point where, um, and I, and if I correct me if I'm wrong, because um, I took a ton of notes yesterday, it was going super fast. And you had said like 80% of the stories on there should be personal. It should be a story about uh, you and what you do and and your background. And then 20% is about product. Well, and, and, and yes, and, and I'll take that even a layer deeper. When you storytell, when you put out a post, Butch about it that shares a personal story about yourself. 80% of that post is the story itself. And then the last 20% is the lesson or the moral of the story. And if you have that ability to open yourself up, put some personal stories out on social media, whether you do it with video or a picture, um, and you can use it as a story to share a piece of your life with the world. But then what was the lesson you learned from that story that others can learn as well? That's one of the most powerful uses of social media you can have. Here's the challenge. Again, whether you're an insurance advisor, a small business owner, you're afraid to do that because you think to win business from your prospects. If you're going to use social media for business, you feel like you have to be perfect. You feel happy, like you have to constantly sound like the subject matter expert. And in 2021, that couldn't be farther from the truth. One thing 2020 changed forever is that CFO, that CEO, that big prospect you've been trying to go after, they're going through the same thing you are. They're struggling with the same challenges you are. So if you're willing to share those challenges, share pieces of your life on social media, you're giving people the chance to know you and like you. And that is the number one asset anyone in sales would ever want to ask for. This has definitely uh, been great. And uh, and I know you you specialize in the benefits industry, but um, you also do work outside the insurance industry. Is that correct? Yeah, no, that's true. I would say tell you today, by, at, uh, by and large, I work with many advisors, many insurance advisors and agencies. But this storytelling, this, this framework of building your brand and identifying your ideal client, having that ability to share that message far and wide, Butch, you apply it to anybody selling anything, and it works. And like I said, at the end of the day, no matter what industry you're in, it comes back to these three things. The ability to step into failure. When you put yourself out there, you're going to fail, and you have to be okay with it, and you have to keep moving forward. Number two, do not compare yourself to anybody else. There's a lot of people on social media selling crap. They're full of crap. Just stay in your lane, do your thing, talk to your prospect. And number three, don't judge your actions. People might say things about your content. People might say things you don't want to hear, but you just have to keep moving forward. And those that are willing to do it, the two gentlemen I I referenced before, those clients that stepped out, they're putting themselves out on social media. It's winning big business today and it works. And so I use those lessons that I applied to why I failed in baseball And those are the three most important lessons I could pass on to anybody in sales. Don't fear failure, don't fear judgment, and don't compare yourself. Absolutely. Andy, this has definitely been great. Can uh, you share your contact information or if you have any events coming up, feel free to uh, let our listeners uh, know what's going on and then obviously how to get in touch with you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can share a link too if it would be helpful, Bush. Number one, if somebody wanted to reach out, I definitely uh, hit me up on LinkedIn, Andy Neary. My email address is andy at majorleaguemindset.com, and there are hyphens between major and league and league and mindset. And then, Butch, if you want, I can share a link. Uh, we have built a community for, for uh, broker called Broker Branding Excellence, a community for advisors who are looking to get that monthly sales, marketing, coaching, branding, coaching. Uh, because my colleague Ryan and I, Ryan Miller, put that webinar on there, that workshop on yesterday. This is the name of the game in business today, whether it's insurance or any other sales. You brand yourself, Butch got a good marketing system, you pair it with a good sales system, you're going to win a lot, a lot of business. Keep doing what you're doing with the industry and obviously other small business owners. They need the the little pathway to success. And, and some of the tips that you gave on this podcast have been great. And hopefully they'll make some sales for some of the people out there, whether it's insur- insurance industry or outside. But this has been great. And uh, I hope to have you on sometime in the future and have a great rest of the day. Butch, I'm super grateful you gave me this chance. Thank you. Keep up the great work with this podcast too, man. You're doing great things.